From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. And welcome to The Desert Scene. I'm here with my Bonnie G and here with my producer, Brian Mendoza. And we're very happy to welcome Julie Garnier to the show. She's doing, uh, she's part of this wonderful series at CV Rep, Cabaret Series on Thursday. So she'll be doing a show Thursday, August 25th. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi, Bonnie. So nice to meet you. You, Hi. T- you too. So I'm, I'm looking at uh, some bio stuff here, but let's let's start at the beginning. Where are you from originally? And did you start singing as a child? And did you always know that this was going to be your career? Um, I'm originally from Northern California, actually a very small little village called Los Altos, um, just south of San Francisco. Okay. And... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I basically was singing before I was talking. Okay. I um, I was I was watching shows like the Donnie and Marie show mm-hmm. and, you know, Lawrence Welk, just anything with music on it just absolutely caught my attention. And I really started singing when I was um, about, I don't know, two or three, I think my parents said that mm-hmm. I kind of just couldn't help myself. Uh-huh. But really the first the first sort of taste of like, oh, I, I should sing in public was in the first grade. We were doing an Easter pageant at mm-hmm. my school, mm-hmm. and um, they they needed uh, a lead character, a female, and they they asked me to sing the the main song, and mm-hmm. that was sort of a taste of it, sort mm-hmm. of how I got bitten by the bug, as yeah. they say. <laughs> now, was your was your family supportive of you doing this as a career? Um, you know, it was a mixed bag. Yeah. It's, it's always scary, I think, for parents. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's, it's it's not as lucrative sometimes mm-hmm. or as um, guaranteed as something like having a degree to be a doctor or right. a lawyer. You know, right. you, you know, you pass that bar exam and you're going to work, right? Mm-hmm. But exactly. With something like this, you just never know. So, yeah, but, you know, they, they've seen that I now have made a living um, mm-hmm. as a singer, actor um, in the entertainment field. I, I do a bunch of different things. So, mm-hmm. um, they, you know, they've now realized that I'm, so I'm not myopic when it comes to yes. entertainment because... You know, you can't be. I mean, you look no. at ev- everyone in the entertainment business, and they're producing and writing and doing so many other things than just the one thing we think that they are doing. Exactly, exactly. And I'm looking at because I, I'm like you. I'm in a, a smaller, smaller uh, pond here, but I do. I'm a singer, actress, radio host, voiceover artist, I coach voiceover students. So I totally get that. I think that's that's the way to go to keep your sanity. I think. So so yeah. so tell us yeah. about um, um, your first uh, adult kind of your adult professional when you kind of really took off in, in this business? Um, I, I, you know, I always said there were two. Um, the first one was actually when I was still in college and I auditioned for um, a summer, sort of a summer stock mm-hmm. um, program called TCPA Theater Fest. Okay. Um, I went to college at Santa Clara University up in Northern California. They've got a great theater and music and dance program up there. Mm-hmm. So I was in school and they came to the school and auditioned our class. And I got I got picked to be part of the summer stock program. So mm-hmm. I actually had to leave school a few weeks early mm-hmm. to start rehearsals. Yeah. Um, and I was considered a guest artist. And then I had to I had to take a couple, couple days off of rehearsal and come back so that I could 
graduate with my uh, class uh-huh. and walk and get my degree and then went straight back to Santa Maria and continued um continued rehearsing and we uh we were I was there for about 4 months doing mm-hmm. shows uh-huh. um throughout the rest of almost the rest of the year so it was wonderful and then I guess my second one would be um sort of the big one in 2001 I I booked the nat- the fifth national tour of cats wow and and got to do cats and that was really really special because it it had just closed on Broadway we were literally the only company in the United States doing the show um with the original choreography and the mm-hmm. original um costumes and um it was very very special we were the sort of the last group to do it yeah. um in that way and you got to revival. you got to play Grizabella I see in that yes I I was Jenny Annie Dot um, okay. first, uh, mm-hmm. and and I was the Grizabella first cover, but okay. I got to go on a lot. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, you know, once you get to go on as much as I got to go on, you basically say you got to play that part too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me about, um, but you also uh, did some stuff in New York. So did you? Was there a time when you moved to New York? Yeah, right after Cats. Okay. I moved there right after Cats. I actually got a phone call. I was um, when I got, when I was on Cats, I got injured. Um, I, I I hurt my wrist, but I didn't want to leave the show to get surgery because it would mean six months in the cast. Mm-hmm. So I waited until I was done with my contract, mm-hmm. and then I went and had the surgery. And I spent about six months living in New Orleans, mm-hmm. um, and just you know eating great food and doing my physical therapy and uh-huh. seeing fun theater. And it was great. Yeah. I mean, New Orleans is an amazing town yeah. um, and a great place to, to rehab if mm-hmm. anyone needs to do that somewhere yeah. else. It's New yeah. Orleans is fantastic. So I was there and um, I got a phone call from Seth Radetzky, who I had met while I was rehearsing Cats in New York. Um, and for those of you who don't know, he's a sort of a big, he's a, he's a, big Broadway personality and music director in New York um, for Broadway shows. And he called me and he said, Hey, I'm working on this, this demo for a new musical. Would you, would you come and record it for me? Um, One of the characters. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, sure. So I thought that might be the best opportunity for me to move. Uh So um, packed up a van, drove to New York. And a couple days later I was in the recording studio with Seth and a bunch of Broadway stars that, I never thought I'd get to meet if I didn't move to New York. So I was very excited um, to be there. And then lo and behold, Seth started using me for a bunch of other things. Um, I did the, um, I guess the biggest one that I worked on with him was he was doing a a big concert on Broadway of the musical hair. Mm -hmm. And um, it it was a bunch of huge Broadway stars and television stars Mm -hmm. too. In fact, RuPaul was in it. Like Mm -hmm. it was just a bunch of people in it. Yeah. And, um, and I was in the ensemble, I was in the chorus Uh and, um, the day of the show, uh, we all went out and grabbed a bite to eat. And before the show we got, we went Mm -hmm. to go get dinner. And when we came back, Seth was sort of standing by the doors and he's like, I need to talk to you. And I was like, what's going on? And he said, one of our actresses, Adina Menzel, who mm-hmm. won the Tony Award right. for playing the lead in Wicked and mm-hmm. is the voice of Elsa now, but she wasn't the voice of Elsa back then. She had just won the Tony Award, but she was unable to come to the, and sing at the concert. And he said, I need you to learn her song and do her song, wow. which was the big song of the night. Yeah. So, and I was, uh, 
an absolute unknown. I'd only been in New York for a year. Nobody knew me. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't even have an agent. I mean, I just, I was a nobody. Yeah. So, yeah. So I ran backstage and someone was doing my hair and makeup. But, you know, it's that sort of that scene from that movie uh-huh. where like Seth is standing there plunking out the notes and I'm learning yeah. it and I never had an orchestra rehearsal. Oh my gosh. And it was like, oh, you know, okay, let's see how this goes down. You know, there's like mm-hmm. people paying thousands of dollars for this ben- benefit yeah. concert. And, you know, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. hopefully it works out. And it really did. It worked out great. Um, I got up there and I did my thing. And um, and uh, I got an agent a few days later. Um, Excellent. Broadway World, which is a big publication for our our business, they wrote a, a feature story on me and stepping mm-hmm. in and, you know, saving the day kind of a thing. And wow. So, yeah, it was um, it was sort of the launch of my career in New York because yeah. I kind of stepped in and yeah. and, and did that. Uh, yeah. I want to switch. So uh, you also uh, co-hosted some shows on Sirius Radio. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh, that was that was actually with my friend Scott Nevins, who is now living in Palm Springs okay. and running for District One. He's <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and we were roommates in New York. Um, okay. Scott and I were roommates. Um, he is an amazing guy, and he would um, host a lot of benefits and charitable events. And he's very philanthropic and very generous person. Mm-hmm. And um, he would oftentimes fill in for people at Sirius Satellite Radio, mm-hmm. and he would ask me to come and be his co-host. So we would co-host shows together and interview people on the radio and loved it. I mean, gosh, I, I, you know, I love what you do. It's great fun. Yeah. It's, it's it's great fun. It's, I, you know, gosh, I, I do it in a heartbeat. uh, (laughs) If someone offered again, I just love it. Yeah. So yeah, Scott and I had a really, really good time doing those shows and, um, uh, we, you know, Scott and I have co-hosted a few things together. He's, He's a wonderful person. So tell us about the show on the 25th, An Evening with Julie Garnier. What, how did you choose the songs? How did you put your show together? I kind of um, put it together based on a show that I was doing right before I left for the national tour of Come From Away, which then turned into the pandemic. I was mm-hmm. on tour with Come From Away for a year, and then right after that, the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. And right before that, I was doing a series of shows called unstoppable mm-hmm. um and and basically it was just about me trying to encourage and find my unstoppability um mm-hmm. as a woman as a performer as an artist um i wanted to um break free and break out and so i started doing these solo concerts and this um this show is based on that show with some changes. So um, at the time when, when I was asked to do this series, I wasn't quite sure what show I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm basing it on Unstoppable, but I am pulling out some old songs and adding some new ones and freshening, freshening it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really about celebrating um, whoever you are and, yeah. Um, and just pushing forward and just, you know, I'm, people often call me very passionate and very persistent. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the traits that kind of, no matter what your level of talent, I think that's what gets you far yes. because you will still learn, you will still grow, you'll still get better. And, and you know, you will 
you will eventually shine if you just keep being committed to yourself. Yeah, I and love so that. That's sort of what the show. Yeah, that's, that's sort of what the show was fa- about and, because. I think that's what we all need right now. I think we're in a time in this world, in this country, where I think we could all use that, whether you're a performer or not, just as a life philosophy, you know. Well, A hundred percent. Julie Garnier, an evening with Julie Garnier, coming up Thursday, August 25th, 7 p.m. at CV Rep. You can get tickets at cvrep.org. Thank you so much for being on the show. Lovely to chat with you. And by the way, I'm coming to see your show with a friend of mine, so I'm looking oh, forward boy, to it. Oh, to. I can't wait to see you. That's going to be great. Thank you so much. Well, break a leg, have a wonderful show, and thanks for being here today. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you kindly. Have a wonderful day. You too. All right, and then everybody else, we'll see you the next time on The Desert Scene. 